Welcome to NFP's Insights from the Experts podcast. Each episode showcases timely expertise and perspective from members of the NFP community, delivering information, analysis, and solutions that address our clients' most significant challenges. Hi, everyone. Recently, I joined Emily Ratliff on Navian's Digital Transformation Talks podcast series to talk about our process for starting and driving innovation here at NFP. I hope you'll enjoy our discussion about innovation and digital transformation in the insurance industry and how we're leading the charge from the bottom up to drive change at NFP. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. I've got Mark with me today, and we're going to be talking about innovation and transformation within the insurance industry. Before we get going with the questions that I have for you, can you give everybody a real quick introduction? Sure. I'm Mark Ryder. Uh, I head up innovation at NFP. NFP is a global insurance broker, uh, about 7,000 employees worldwide, uh, biggest presence in the United States, but growing presence in Canada and uh, the UK. So thanks for having me, Anna. Look forward to the conversation. Yeah, thank you so much for joining me. So to get us started, can you give us maybe a high-level introduction to what it means to head up innovation for your team, and then we'll kind of dive into some more specifics from there? Yeah, sure. I, I would say our innovation efforts kicked off, well, I'll say the conversation started back in 2017, we'll say. We started executing in 18. Uh, with the original premise behind it was the insure tech space was blowing up. Um, a lot of folks in the industry would have suggested that there was a ton of disruptors coming to market. We looked at it more of an opportunity to advance uh, the industry. Um, so we, our cup was half full. And uh, <clears throat> so early days, it was focused on what we called our innovation lab. So my responsibility um, was to help source and vet solutions, platforms to get a better understanding of the technologies, the players, and, and what was happening in the industry. We, from that point, morphed it into really helping educate our internal team and building a culture around innovation that it was everybody's responsibility to chip in and to help make their, you know, their business process better. And that would lead to a better piece of, uh, you know, aggregating data that was pretty necessary in order to take advantage of a lot of the new tools that we had just spent the prior year uh, researching, which it ultimately culminated in us kicking off our digital transformation strategy uh, early 2020, you know, with just that mindset that if we didn't rethink the way we did our business and the way we organized our systems and our data, um, data's king. And if we didn't do that, we would really be uh, challenged to be able to embrace and adopt the new solutions and, uh, you know, a new digital experience that was going to and, you know, has been started to be demanded uh, from our customers, from our buyers, you know, from the end user. So one thing that we've talked a little bit about, and you mentioned this idea of everyone in the organization having ownership over innovation, but correct me if I'm wrong, you are the only one that is a officially a part of the innovation team. Can you share a little bit about the thought process behind that strategy? Because that's a little different than what we see sometimes. Yeah, for sure. I, I think, um, you know, you're correct. Uh, I, I guess I would be the only one that reports directly to the uh, business line that states is stated innovation, but we have a ton of people that are uh, helping make things happen here at NFP. Um, I, I think, you know, anybody could point to the fact that the statistics are pretty high as far as where corporate innovation fails. Um, and I think if you point to the reasons why corporate innovation fails, I think it is an engagement challenge 
Um, you've seen a lot of different organizations that have approached it by hiring a team of individuals that were going to be the innovation team, and they were going to sit to the side of the normal business, and they were going to, you know, think up new ways of conducting business, and they were treated differently. They they looked different from the way in which they dressed. They kind of were in a different building that looked a little cooler, a little slicker, and, and the mindset was they were going to rethink the business and then swoop in and presto magic, make it happen. And, and that's not the way it works. You know, uh, the biggest piece about innovation is helping change behavior. And change behavior comes when you get buy-in, and buy-in comes when you get participation. So, you know, our approach has really been to <clears throat> build from within to, again, going back to my point, help educate our folks, uh, you know, bottom, bottom up, top down, that innovation is everybody's responsibility, not the responsibility of one particular team to help be better, like everybody should want to be better, and uh, to ultimately pull ideas of where we're going to move, what, the, what are the problems we're solving for that will help improve their user experience, which then can then, you know, kind of cascade into improving a better customer experience. So, you know, it's really been a goal of ours to uh, build from within, find ambassadors, have them lead the charge, and I, I just really act as a facilitator in, in the, uh, the overall, overall process. <laughs> So for anybody that's watching this interview, they probably know that like the idea of that culture of innovation and changing the behavior is something that I'm pretty passionate about. So I always get very excited when we kind of start going down that path. Have you guys gone into any sort of formalized kind of like digital, digital literacy or how have you gotten your team educated on what it means to innovate and, and what those tools and technologies look like? Yeah, a lot of meetings, a lot of conversations, a lot of saying the thing, same thing over and over and over again. Um, you know, I mentioned my my role is that of the facilitator. It's also the chief drum banger, right? You know, beat the drum uh, until it's dead, you know, and keep going and keep going. And so a lot of it is repetition. A lot of it is also, <clears throat> you know, I would say breaking it down and not having folks focusing on the technology. Because candidly, you know, technology is threatening to a lot of folks. There's a lot of unknown. There's a lot of folks that don't understand. And we're, you know, we're an organization that it, we're really an insurance organization, right? We're not, you know, technology creators. We're, we're not a dev shop. We're an insurance organization at the heart of it. And people know insurance. They don't necessarily know technology. And so when they step out of their comfort zone, become threatened. And when people become threatened, they kind of, you know, seclude themselves from the, the process. So our goal is really to, to kind of break it down again talk about what innovation is. Innovation is not AI, machine learning, blockchain, and natural language processing, OCR. Innovation is how can I improve the quote process that I'm going through today? Those tools help us improve the process. But before you, you, you can't go out and find, I think the biggest challenge is people go out and try to find the technology and then figure out where it comes into play and where they can plug it in. I, we just don't agree with that being the right, the best path. We think it is engage the individuals, help them understand how innovation can help them uh, and build a better user experience for them. Broken down to the simple things like <clears throat> account teams drive engagement with customers, right? What are they doing? What part of their day sucks? <laughs> and, and start there. Like, what, what do you hate about your day? What keeps you here later to keep you from going to see Johnny's baseball game or Sally's baseball game? And let's attack that because once they see that this technology can actually help them get out of the office on time or perform the role that they're performing a little bit quicker, uh, I think then they will embrace it and more opportunities will come to surface. 
I love that idea of helping your employees understand the value that it brings rather than just focusing on the project or the work that they need to put in to get it there and helping them kind of connect those dots. Because I think you're spot on that technology can be really threatening if somebody doesn't understand how it can improve and make their job more enjoyable. Um, so I, I think that's a wonderful standpoint to have. So my last question for you, and this is pretty wide open, so take it where you'd like to go. Um, if I were somebody sitting in the position of starting an innovation journey within my organization, what would be your piece of advice for me to take into that journey? Yeah, um, first and foremost, focus on buy-in. Um, again, get buy-in from a corporate executive level um, first and, and make sure, certain that everybody's on the same page with what you're trying to accomplish. Um, you know, go bottom up as well. Again, educate the folks of what we're really looking to accomplish. And it's not, well, we're focused in on keeping the organization relevant and increasing margins or increasing profit. Like, listen, that should be the result. But it's kind of like the Simon Sinek why. That's not the why. The why is because we're here to help improve lives. And improving lives can be a number of different things. We're bringing tools and solutions to our clients to help them live healthier lives or to help them be safer. We're bringing tools and solutions to our account teams to help them perform more effectively and free up more time so that they can spend time with their families. And again, if you break it down to that and really get that buy-in at that level, you can then proceed on to that next step, which I think is taking an assessment of what the current state is. What's our workflow look like? What do our processes mean? Uh, where are they? Like, where do we see challenges and work with the business units to understand them? And then I would, I, you know, I neglected to say become a scholar of what the insure tech space is and what technologies are out there. Because once you get the buy, if you have that, and then you get the buy-in from the team, and then you identify the business process, you then at a global level and with the development team or your more technically savvy and innovative ambassadors can look to figure out how to solve for those problems um, uh, using the technology um, to make that happen. And then I would also say much of that, <clears throat> I, I think there's a needs to be a, an equal focus in on improving efficiencies at the same time, opening up new markets. Um, unfortunately or fortunately, people are impatient, especially when it comes to budget dollars and impact. So I think while we do see that technology can ultimately create a ton of efficiencies within the organization, the, um, the impact that's going to have, let's say, on your financial model might be a little bit longer down the line. It might not be as you know, sexy as opening up a new product line um, to bring new revenues in the organization, which gets always in every organization more attention. So I think you can do both, but make sure that you understand that both need to be occurring kind of at the same time in order to keep the executive team and everybody in the organization engaged. It also then allows you to have almost like a test ground on the way in which the new technologies can uh, or will be received by your buyer. And then once that's done without sacrificing or jeopardizing potential existing client relationship, you can then have your business units use that, take those learned uh, the things that they learned during the opening up those new markets back into the business to impact the existing legacy platform. So I think uh, a combination of all those things, I don't, you know, it's a big, the roadmap and the strategy is pretty large. Um, but I think all of those things are relatively important at different stages in the game. 
Well, thank you so much for sitting down and kind of sharing these yeah. insights with us. I really appreciate it. And I would encourage anybody watching to make sure that you head over and follow Mark on his LinkedIn. We'll make sure that that's included, included in the YouTube and the LinkedIn um, posts yeah. as well. Um, but thank you so much for joining me. And as always, please reach out to either one of us if you've got any questions. But have a wonderful day, everyone. And thanks, Emma. Thanks, everybody, for joining us.